Lions, Tigers, and Children's Ministry, oh my. This is a podcast brought to you by Seth Hoover. Um, We are going to be talking about children's ministry and some of the things that go on behind the scenes. Um, Today with me are Josh Rogers and Janine Nicewanger. I do want to say that these are two people that have been in children's ministry ministry for quite a while. Um, I met both of them probably about 10 years ago. Um, when I came to school here back in 2012, so it would have been 10 years ago. Um, during the course of this podcast, I do want to hopefully bring out um, to anybody that may be struggling with children's ministry or the idea of it um, that it is a real ministry. It's not something that just you take kids out and take them out. That didn't sound right. You take kids and just entertain them for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. There is a very real place in the heart of Jesus for children. And there are some amazing things that can happen in children's ministry. Um, With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guests for this podcast. Josh Rogers, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, wow. Well, uh, my name is Josh Rogers. I am 29 years old, freshly engaged as of last week. Congratulations. Um, I go to Bible Holiness Assembly of God here. I have for um, somewhere in the neighborhood of probably like 14 years or so, something like that. And I work at OBI, do a few things. Uh, yeah, I do, do wear a few hats there, and uh, that's about it. Awesome. Janine, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Janine Nicewanger. I am 30 years old, <laughs> and I've been coming to Bible Holiness for 13 years, I think. And I am a music teacher, and I do missions work. Apologetics is my passion and the value of life, and yeah, I think that sums it up. Passion is the word for apologetics, too. Uh, <laughs> Also, we have running our sound today, uh, Brother Nathan Akers, who is going to be our almost silent interview. Uh, Nathan also helps out in the children's church up here, um, which we will go into the teams a little bit more in a minute, and he works on Josh's team. Nathan, why don't you go ahead and say something? Well, my name is Nathan Akers, and I am 28 years old, and I have been at Bible Holiness since I was about 12 years old, and started working in children's church and uh work my parents worked in children's ministry for years and years and i've loved it all my life all right and then we also have stephen henley helping us out with the video so you can thank him and nathan uh if you see us and if not then you can blame him and nathan um (laughs) but i do want to jump right into this topic of children's ministry josh how long have you been in children's ministry um i was trying to check that out um i think probably it's probably been about 12 years i think okay possibly a little longer possibly a little shorter but somewhere right in there i've I started helping out in the children's church here bobby dale thomas was over it then started out just doing some some simple skits some puppet stuff things like that and then kind of just learned from there and kind of grew in responsibility as the years went by but yeah so i've done so that um done that here and here children's church for about 12 years or so and then did, did some mission trip kids crusades quite a bit actually quite a bit did some traveling 
um, with with these people, some of these people here, and um, we've done it different places in the U.S. and several places overseas and stuff. So awesome! And Janine, how long have you been in children's ministry? <clears throat> Thirteen years, I think. Was yeah, I started when I came to Bible Holiness. L- maybe a little bit of interaction with the ministry before that, but not not much. And then okay, just has kind of grown as far as responsibility and learning different aspects of it and then like Josh mentioned the missions trips and so I started learning a lot of like story development curriculum development along the way with that so awesome well um I'm Seth Hoover and I will be the host of this podcast as I've said before uh I have actually been in children's ministry for 21 years this year uh or maybe a couple months extra. I went to children's church till I was 11 years old and uh, they kicked me out at 11 and uh, said I, I couldn't be in children's church anymore. And like a week or two later, I was back helping my sister do children's ministry <laughs> with the children's church there where I grew up. So um, I've, I've seen a few things, a few different places. Um, there has been so much that we have got to do in children's ministry from working in a uh, children's church where it was just me to working here where there's two teams that switch on and off um, to going and doing kids crusades for a summer and I mean there is so much that happens in children's ministry that a lot of people never realize um, but I do again uh, want to talk about the children's ministry here and uh, your opinions of children's ministry Janine what is what is your opinion of children's ministry Well, it definitely has a place biblically because Jesus participated in children's ministry. He ministered to anybody who came to him. And so I think that's a good starting place there. Also, I think one of the things that makes children's ministry so important is the fact that at this age, I never just consider myself a children's minister, and yet that's been the door that God's opened a lot of times for me. And the thing I've noticed about it is that their minds and their hearts are not, they're more sensitive. uh, It's easier to mold and shape the direction of their minds at the age they are. And with the kind of, you know, topics of faith, that's super important, that they don't already have all their defenses set up when you come with a heavy topic right. to present to them. They're right. more teachable. So, Josh, do you have anything to add to that? or? Yeah, a couple of things I, I was thinking of. Um, one thing I think of children's ministry, it is ministry. Um, we kind of touched on that earlier. It's not babysitting. Um, some people, some churches, I think, view it as such, but it shouldn't be like that. Um, I think there are... There are um, because it is a, a ministry that is tougher to see results, you know, you can go months, a month of, of Sundays and not see, you know, a, a child, you know, get filled with the Holy Ghost or, or anything like that. But um, so sometimes I think people say, well, let's just stick them in a room and put some tails on or something like that. Right. But it is ministry. Um, I think I think it's important as a church should be um, should keep that in the forefront of their mind that it. This is very important, um, just for reasons that Janine already said. Um, something else, it doesn't have to be mediocre. 
Right. Um, Absolutely. You know, there I agree is, with that completely. I have a passion for stories, um, drama, skits. I love skits, things like that. And I don't think anything, um, just because it's for children, it doesn't have to. And just because we're Christians or even a, a you know more conservative, you know, Pentecostal holiness, whatever, um, it doesn't have to be less than, than the world's, you know, the world has some great stuff. Great. When I say great, you know, they put a lot of effort into entertainment for children. And I don't think just because we're Christians, it has to be mediocre or less or right. corny or anything like that. I think um, we can try really hard and put effort into it and make it entertaining and, um, you know, effective, you know. Absolutely. And another thing I was thinking of in this, make sure I didn't lose it. It was ministry and it doesn't have to be mediocre. Um Really, really just more along. It, it needs to be important, you know. Um, right. It needs to be something that we, we really work hard at and and try our best at. So that's just yeah. something I've been thinking. When I was doing the <clears throat> outreach here that you're over now, uh, there was actually a time when um, we did some children's ministry classes up here. And one of the things that I taught them or tried to teach them that somebody brought back to my mind the other day when I was actually asking about if anybody would even listen to a children's ministry podcast was I told him, you know, um, you can't just get up in children's ministry and be stupid. You have to be stupid with a purpose. Uh, and I mean, that's really probably what I do best. <laughs> uh, I feel like I can do, um, I can do all the funny parts. And really when it comes to a serious part, I struggle with that intensely. So, but if you can bring out something that grabs hold of a child's attention, and even if it's something that's funny, that's silly, uh, as long as it gets the, the point across, I feel like it makes an entire difference in the way that that children's church lesson is perceived. Um, I, I feel like it's something that you can do and not necessarily destroy a lesson with. Mm-hmm. You had something to say? Yeah, I was uh, the third thing that I, I kind of forgot in that first part. That's something I was thinking of. It doesn't have to be, um, I think sometimes we can, if we're not careful, we'll be think of children's church as a lesser ministry mm-hmm. um, or children's, you know, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, we're, we're, you know, I'm not downstairs on the pulpit, you know, different things like that. Um, but it doesn't have, you know, for me, I don't necessarily feel a calling to be a children's minister. Right. But um, like like Janine said, I have the doors opened and I have I have taken that opportunity because I believe it is important. And to me, it is just as um, just as important as what's going on downstairs. This is church up here, just like it is down there. Mm-hmm. And even though we go about it in some different ways and we we maybe laugh a little more or um, different things, you know, the songs aren't the same. I still feel like it's just as important for, you know, I'm striving. I'm striving here for the Lord to move just like it's being done down there. And, and one huge thing is it's not because if we can train them here to feel, feel after the Lord, then um, once they get there, then they will be much better prepared and equipped to be, you know, just enter into and in, enter into uh, worship and everything. You, if you've been to a camp and service at night um, and you've seen little kids crying and praying and speaking in tongues, yeah. you would realize that there is, it is important and they can right. get it now. So, and the amazing thing to me with that is a lot of people <clears throat> think that children's ministry in and of itself doesn't give value to the church. 
um, that they go there and then when they hit the main services, a lot of times they're just kind of out of place. And I mean, that does happen to an extent because they're used to coming up and having fun and different Mm -hmm. stuff. But like you said, in, in Penile, where a lot of those kids got their base was children's church Mm -hmm. coming up here because we don't just sit here and say, Oh, the fruit of the spirit is not a coconut, you know, (laughs) and you can do that at times. Like Mm -hmm. I said, to have a little fun with stuff, but we actually teach about the Holy ghost, how kids need the Holy ghost. Mm -hmm. We talk about faith. We talk about, uh, a struggle that's, that's real, you know, in a child's life. And I think that it makes a huge difference in the lives of these kids. I've seen some kids come from the bus ministry and they're still here Mm -hmm. because they got a foundation of biblical truth in children's church. It makes such a difference when you have an effective children's ministry. Um, So how, I know you said that when you got here, you kind of came into children's ministry, but how did you actually get started? Because you didn't have a whole lot of experience with children's church and stuff before that, did you? So I think I did attend children's church maybe a little bit longer than I, my age would have, should have allowed for (laughs) maybe because I did enjoy certain aspects of it. Um, but I was, yeah, I worked on a team also with Bobby Dale Thomas for, I don't remember. I want to say four years, maybe somewhere in that department, kind of same, same setup as Josh. So, um, so that was a transitional period, really training and learning. I had, I had for a lot of years before that really observed a lot of children's ministry. So even though it wasn't something I was doing all the time, I had various opportunities, small opportunities to be a little bit involved, but it wasn't constant. And then once I started here, it was, you know, I, I learned a lot more in a shorter period of time and then transitioned right. into being over a team. Yeah, I remember the first time that I met you, (laughs) we were in children's church before they had this one built when this one was still in construction. Hoping you would tell this story. Yeah, I knew that you, I knew you wanted me to. I could could feel that, you know. (laughs) Wonderful. And we're sitting up there and getting ready for children's (laughs) church and everything. And all of a sudden, I see you just over there with your fingers up in front of oh, your face. Oh, wow. I wasn't even thinking of that like, story. <laughs> That's an embarrassing looking, one. And then all of a sudden, okay. you just kind of <laughs> grabbed at something. <laughs> okay. And I just kind of looked at you. And you were like, have you never caught a dust speck before? <laughs> like, this was my introduction to Janine. And uh, yeah, we've been working in children's church together pretty much ever since. <laughs> uh, Josh? How how did you get started? Kind of the same. Um, yeah, kind of. But I really feel like I got started. I mean, as a just a child, mm-hmm. I I love. My mom tells stories. I would listen to these Bible stories on cassette tape and Adventures of Odyssey and things. Yep. And she said I would. She could snap her fingers in front of my eyes, and I would just. I was like lost in a world of <laughs> of story and everything. And so to me, it and it to me it is interesting how. Um, God puts things in your, in your life that you don't realize, but he really is, if, if you allow him to develop that and everything, he will use it. Right. And, you know, things like just a, just a pat, things you're passionate about. Um, God will, God really, to me, I feel like he puts that in there for a reason. And sometimes, a lot of times we don't use it for the purpose. Maybe he, he wanted you to. Um, but for something like that, I, I know like Nathan his he's got a passion for technology and stories and everything like that. 
and um, the same with me um, I just you know different things and then allowing that to develop when you know you know I like I like laughing I like I like a good skit I like a good story and all those things when I got to children's church it was the same same kind of thing as Janine Bobby Dale had asked me to start helping and so I just started doing a little bit and um, just got more and more from there so awesome and I do want to say Nathan and technology is a blessing everything that we have right here right now is Nathan's. <laughs> Otherwise, that right there in the middle, that's mine. That's what we would have all been recording into. Um, and so I do appreciate Brother Nathan. He has been a huge help, especially in any time we do a children's church production or anything like that. I mean, sound effects, Nathan is the man. Um, so this is a question that was asked when I was saying, you know, what what's something you would ask a children's church professional uh, where do you find materials? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Josh? Starting with the Bible. Starting with the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good place. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of, I think you're only, um, you're only limited by your own ma- imagination. And so, um, you know, we've done some stuff that is, that is pretty wild. Um, but you know, it's just something, sometimes I'll, in a sermon even, and when I say materials, like for me, and I think Janine too, I don't, we don't really follow a curriculum or anything. We kind of make our own lessons and things like that. And so, um, material, but I, there are places that I, I, um, you know, I, I will look on, you know, different places. YouTube has some, some really cool little short, short story things and, and animated thing, Bible stories and stuff and um different things like that there are some websites i'm sure you know that you can find stories and stuff but i don't really go there first a lot of a lot of what i've done is just kind of um really i did a lot of trial and error learning how to do things and and thinking through things but really i just um for me when i say material i just try to just what just what janine said there might be something me and me and nathan are interested in a theme Mm -hmm. it's like hey you know what do you think we would we, like to talk about this? This has been on my heart. You know, let's, let's figure out a story that goes along with that. Let's do, you know, a skit. Let's do a puppet lesson right. maybe, you know, so things like that. Really, to me, the best, the best way is for you to use your own mind. And, and not, not that you can't find stuff and different things and put that in there and, and different things like that. But I do think it's good. Um, it's fresh for you to, to try to come up with, you know, come up with it. Not that there, there, I'm sure there are some great curriculums and things you could use, but even on that, I wouldn't just stick to it. I would try to try to go beyond that. And, um, just really to me, develop yourself, you know, uh, look for things that you can do object lessons. You know, there are some great object lessons out there and some, some object lessons are not even, um, cr- you know, maybe quote unquote Christian, but I found them and I said, man, that would, that would, I can make that spiritual, you know? Right. So different things like that. But I think you're only limited by your own imagination. You want to weigh in on that, Nathan? Yeah. Um, I think like what Janine and Josh both said, you can get it literally everywhere mm-hmm. and it's your imagination. And so a lot of times, <clears throat> like for example, on, you may not have a lot of props or a lot of costumes or something, but if you literally, if you take some imagination, you can make a prop out of a household item. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can create things. You can take a can and super glue it to this and to that, you know, and so literally 
it sounds funny, but that's it. You literally get it from everywhere, and you need to always, you walk into a store, you know, a Halloween store, and you see a prop or something, you see, hey, you know, this could be used for this story right. or for this type of story. And, you know, or like Josh was saying, when you see a skit online, you may not do the skit. The skit may not be what you like, but there was one line in it or mm-hmm. they the used, or, yeah. you know, they the premise of their skit. You can take anything from that and springboard off of that. And so, you know, not just the, the teaching material, but even when, because a lot of people think that, well, we don't have a lot of props or we don't mm-hmm. have a lot of this. Or a lot of people or anything. I've yeah. seen people do a one-person skit and it'd be awesome. Right. You know, hilarious. You know, they told a Bible story just themselves, you know, things yeah. like that. I mean, a lot of times, a lot of times we'll be in children's church and I'll just I'll just tell a story and make make some of my, my people just act it out and everything. And the kids love that just as much as a, you know. Um, right. So kids, kids love it when you... I mean, don't be, you know, I, I hate it when people are like, well, I don't have this. I don't have, you know, like just, just try, you know, yeah. try your best. And the Lord will help you. Absolutely. I always think of where, um, God said to Moses, what's in your hand? He had yeah. a rod yeah, and it did the job. Yeah. So first off, God puts, God has put something in your hand. If he has opened the door for children's ministry for you, you have something in your hand. Right. It's not a question. It's a fact. Right. And then God's saying, hey, what is that in your hand? So you look at it and you see what it is and how can he use that? Yep. Yeah. And we, you know, maybe it seems kind of absurd for your rod to turn into a serpent. But God, God does things with whatever he's given you if you'll let him use that. So, yeah, I'm, I keep going back to, you know, in this idea of, you know, what do you have? And, and like Josh said, Sometimes you don't have a big team and you don't have much stuff. Yeah. But it's how you connect what you have through that message to those kids. Right. And we already mentioned children's church is not about babysitting or entertaining, although child care and entertainment <laughs> are Part of essential. <laughs> they are unavoidable parts right. of it and important. Yeah. But there's a word that helps me remember, like it helps me focus when I'm doing kids ministry. And it's the word engage, engage. I want, I want all of their mind right here on this message. And I'll do, I'll play a little video clip or I will do a skit. We, whatever we need to do mm-hmm. as I want all of their attention and it will be there. We right. will do whatever it takes to get all of the attention <laughs> to open the heart and yep. to put that message in there, not just so that the next day they can be like, oh yeah, at church I heard this. Mm-hmm. No, like at church I learned this and I can tell you what I learned. Right. You know, so engage I think is the key word there. And that relates to whatever has engaged you, mm-hmm. you can in turn engage somebody else with that material. Right. With anything, with nothing. Yeah. It's possible. It is possible. One thing I, I think about, because you know what, you might, it's easy, I think, for people from, you know, a smaller church or anything to say, well, y'all go to a big church and you have teams of people and you have props and you have a nice setup here, you know. I mean, this is probably one of the coolest yeah. places I, I I've ever seen. That. You know, not a lot of places have a ship and everything. But, you know, I, um, so I understand that. But that to me, that is a cop-out. Yeah. Because um, one thing I think of uh, 
we were in Africa and there was, you know, there's literally, um, at this, so at this one place, literally, I think in the building, they had like two or 3000 kids. And so yeah. we're doing that. We're doing a kid's crusade there, but outside all these kids had kept coming and there was probably four or 500 outside. And wow. so basically, and there was no plant, you know, there's no way to really, you can't take the, you know, you're doing it for 3000 inside. And so in that moment, it was just like me and Preston Marino, we looked out there one day and was like, man, we got to at least do something for these kids. And so we went out there and I forget, basically we had, he would steal my hat off, off my head and I would chase him around and then I would steal it back from him, you know, different things like that. And we were laughing and joking. And I mean, they were, you know, they loved it. And right. then we, we told just a simple way you know, told them a simple thing and prayed with them, you yeah. know, but, and that was, I mean, we had nothing, you know, it was no yeah. plan, yeah. no props. Absolutely. Everybody else was inside and we had 500 kids there that we had to somehow entertain and tell the, tell them about yeah. Jesus in that moment. And so sometimes yeah. you just have to do with what you do. You got maybe, maybe you have a flannel board and some flannel. You might be telling a Bible story by yourself. You might have a sock puppet. Yep. I mean, figure out a way to make it not mediocre and to to tell them about Jesus. Absolutely. You know? I agree with that completely. Don't let it be a cop-out because, I mean, where I grew up, like I said, there was a lot of times where I was the only adult, if you could call me that, <laughs> in the children's church. And um, when I started out, we didn't have a puppet stage. What we had were two giant foam boards that I, I'm not completely sure what they actually went to. <laughs> but if we wanted to do puppets... We would find a way to stand those up on end, and we would go and get our 20-year-old puppets and bring them in, and we would do puppets behind that. That's, that's how we would do it. And that helped me so much because I actually worked at a church in Kentucky for about a month after my freshman year at Bible school. And uh, it was my week to go down and do children's church, and there were two of us that were working in children's church that day. And the church has an amazing bus ministry. I mean, incredible bus ministry. They brought in 70 bus kids and two workers. Me and this <laughs> other person. Yeah, that, your face right there, that's right. The, that's what I did when I saw all these kids come running down the stairs into the basement of this church where we're doing children's church. And they don't have hardly anything down there. All they had ever done was sung songs, um, taught a lesson, and if they brought something, that was great. And then they would sometimes have food for the kids. I'm up there trying to get them to do stuff. And all of a sudden, this two or three kids go and take off running after this ball. And it was over. I mean, done. <laughs> like, all these kids take off running. I'm like, no, 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 sit back down, sit back down, sit back down. And I'm only, uh, I don't know, 19 at the time. So I'm like, sit back down, sit back down. And I'm trying to do all this stuff. And, and they're, they just keep on running. And I look behind this one prop that they had up there where I was standing. And there was a hat and a ball. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with, and this goes back to what is in your hand, you know? <laughs> so I grab this hat and this ball and I pick it up, put the hat on my head, put the ball under my arm. And I say, all righty kids, we're going to tell you a story. We're going to tell you about a princess who became a queen and her name was Esther. And all of these kids, I mean, 70 kids <laughs> all just stop and turn around and look at me like, what just happened? I mean, it was incredible. Like I, I realized then the, the absolute 
uh, greatness of being able to take something out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. and put it right in front of them. And it captures their attention almost every time. (laughs) And I sat there and for 20 minutes held 70 kids attention with the story of Esther because I used an accent. Mm -hmm. I had a hat on my head and a ball (laughs) under my arm. I think once I bounced the ball throughout the entire thing, but it kept their attention Mm -hmm. because I used what I had and God allowed that to speak to, there was actually a girl in the audience that day that had been coming for quite a while. She was about 14 and decided she didn't want to go up to the adult church because she didn't want to be a part of that. And after that lesson, I didn't see her again in children's church, but it was because she decided that she wanted what Esther had. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it makes a difference Mm -hmm. and you can use like everybody's been saying literally anything as long as you can let your mind do the work and let God anoint your mind to do it, mm-hmm. then you can use whatever is in your hand. Andy told the story of Esther for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, was, that impressed you. Anybody me. ever had Just to stretch saying. anything in children's church before? <laughs> the preacher was exceptionally long that day, from what I yes. remember. If or at least it's if you're new, if you're, if you're new getting into children's church, the preacher will, if you have a lot of material, he'll go short. Yep. If you have short material, he will go long. <laughs> Absolutely. Plan that is that. definitely something that you learned <laughs> along the way. So, what are some of your favorite memories of children's ministry? Janine. Uh, Josh, you got one right uh, off the top of your head? Um, some of my favorite probably have to do with Nathan. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. So I don't know how long we've been working together. So I don't know if we ever touched on this. Here, here at um, Bible Holiness, we do. So Janine has a team and I have a team. Right. And um, somewhere between eight and ten young people, something like that. And basically, it's a training ground for young people to be able to get involved in ministry. And um, but before, I don't know when we started this exactly, but Brother Miles is the youth pastor, assistant pastor. And so 2013. Um, But before that, I don't think I'd been in a Sunday school or a Sunday morning service for like two or three years or something like that. Like so. And he just decided, you know, Sunday morning service is a different type of service. And he wanted the young people to be able to go down there. So we started this. So we do three weeks on, three weeks off. I think originally Nathan was on Janine's team. Yeah. And then somehow it, it switched around. I needed some help. And so Nathan came over to my team. And me and Nathan are um, as about <laughs> as opposite as you can be. And Nathan, especially at the beginning, was was really needy of like he needed things to be <laughs> scripted out for him, you know, typed out and everything. <laughs> and... I we're laughing because I she was that way. Seth on and our I team. have yeah. a similar scenario going on. <laughs> and so for me, I am a I, I enjoy um, ad lib. I enjoy a story. I can take I can take something, grab it, and be like, oh, let's do this. And and sometimes I would be like, we would we would have a plan, and then I'd go back right before, and I'd say. Well, hey, why don't you do this? And you can jump on my back and we'll go in there and we'll tell the story that way. And we'll, we'll just do this like thing where suddenly you reverse yourself and it'll be like we're rewinding or something. And Nathan, at first it was, it was, it was tough for him. It was tough for me, but it was really awesome because I feel like as the year, as I mean, as we've went on, we work really well together. He's helped me to be more prepared and I've helped him to be more um, flexible, I would say. And so, um, you know, so different things that we, we started my, my, probably my favorite thing is we've started this, we started this, um, 
theme, theme um, a radio show. So it's a radio show that's technically set in the Holy Land, and it's called Hard Hitting Bible Facts Radio. And we have done this now for years. And um, one thing you'll find um, is tough in children's ministry is keeping things fresh. You know, you'll have one theme that's like a, you'll do soldier, maybe soldiers for a while, or right. you'll do cowboys and Indians or, you know, whatever. But it's just tough sometimes to find to find fresh, you know, keep things fresh. And, and one thing I liked and I was looking for was something that we could do week to week, but also be able to put new things in right. and it not get stale. And so the way we have done this, we've so we've really created almost this 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 world or whatever where me and Nathan are, we investigate Bible stories, we'll interview Bible characters and different stuff. And we have had some really cool, really cool things um, together that we've, we've went through. And the, he, he's this, he's this, his character is this reporter. That's kind of a, sometimes he's scared. He learns a lot of things. He's scared. A lot of things. I and Josh on always sends me on dangerous assignments. Dangerous Every assignments. time he sent he, me into the den of lions. He sent me. He's down interviewed into Goliath. The, yeah. Yeah. You were interviewed swallowed by, swallowed by the whale. Yes, Jonah this one door time, right here was the whale, and Joan, Nathan went. In. Anyway, so we've had some. It's just been some cool things. But the the reason I that's my favorite, I would say, is just that I feel like it is something we worked really hard at, and we also developed through it. You know, right? I remember year before we started that, I had, I had another idea of something that was going to go on, and it just kind of just failed. And I remember being really discouraged and, you know, being like, I thought, you know, I thought this was going to work. And so um, that's going to happen. You know, you're going to have things that don't work the way you want it to that are, you know, discouraging things. But um, probably some of my some of my favorite memories have been something that it's like, you know, something we created, something that went well. And we've had some cool things. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening today. Um, we are going to continue this interview with Janine Nicewanger, Josh Rogers, and Nathan Akers in episode two. Right now, that's all the time that we're going to take up for this episode, but we'll jump right back in where we left off and um, get into some deeper questions here in the next episode. Hopefully, we'll be releasing that pretty soon in the future. So keep your eyes peeled and be looking for episode two of Lions, Tigers, and Children's Ministry. Oh, my. Thank you.